Welcome back to another episode of the Will Be Seen Pod. Lauren is traveling right now, so unfortunately she will not be on the episode. Even though I would have loved to ask her about Bijan, so I'll have to wait till Wednesday to get that one out of her. Yep. Um, but Chelly and I are back from Ohio State. The Bills ruined your weekend. I mean, Jesus, man. Well, let's start with Ohio State. I was home all alone this weekend, which was kind of nice, but you know, it was kind of lonely sweating out these games all by myself. Oh. I was gonna say a complete scheduling botch that Trent was just at home alone. Yeah, but I feel went like, somewhere. I feel like it's nice to have a little bit of time on your own, kind of recharge, and then come back even stronger in the week. For sure. Um, but how was the weekend? Ohio State, Penn State, great game. Of course, it was a four-point game for like two hours, bro. Yeah. When I've got the four and a half. Did. But what was the vibe like? Give me the backstories. It was a fun weekend. Shout out all the kids that, uh, all the guys over there that helped us and got us into like the tailgates and showed us a good time and and got us into the bars. Um, definitely a great party school. Definitely super fun, like mm-hmm. bar vibe. The tailgates were really, really, really cool. Um, the game was moose. I mean, I had Ohio State minus five and a half, but I also had the over for the bit. Um, yeah, because there there hasn't been a single under at any games you've gone to. No, and of course. You guys, you guys also out. hadn't had gone to one Big Ten game before. True. That yeah, I've just you. come to realize that like I don't ever need to go to a live Big Ten game again. It's you, not fun football. It's not unless you go to the school or you have some sort of skin on the game. Like betting on a Big Ten football game and going to it just isn't going to cut it because it's probably going to be a really really tight game and unless and going under. They just run the ball, but it's not murder ball. It's not. It's, it's not. not murder ball where they're like running the ball because it's working. It's like running the ball on third and twenty eight. And it's like, why are we running that ball? We can just throw that ball. Like, yeah. I think the most frustrating thing for me, at least, as a pseudo-Ohio State supporter in the moment, is that you have the best wide receiver in college football, probably since Devontae Smith, and you don't throw the ball. Like, Marvin Harrison so literally good. is open every play. Like, I was watching. Dude, he's open every play. Dude, that Ohio State quarterback. Moves. He's really bad. <laughs> McCord, yeah, right? McCord, he's so bad. Dude, what the? He's missing. McCord, he might be like, and someone tried to make the point to me. They're like, I think he looks bad because you went from Justin Fields to C.J. Stroud yeah. to now McCord, so you've kind of expected this classic gunslinger quarterback because you had Justin Fields and C.J. Stroud, and it feels like a step down with McCord. But people think that he's worse than he actually is. No, he's bad. He's he, dude. I was just praying that they would fucking. Put C.J. Stroud in a uniform, put him out there. Yeah, because he was there on the yeah, sideline. Yeah. yeah, we saw him. But I mean, yeah, if it's if you're a Penn State fan, like you beat yourselves. I think Drew Aller just clearly, I think, you know, that was his first real big big game away in Ohio State. I will say the environment was crazy. It was really? so loud. You could tell there were so many plays where Drew was trying to change stuff at the line, and you know it's loud when you have to go lineman by lineman. Like, he's going from left, like, yeah, saying it to every yeah. single lineman. And I think, you know, that being his first real big taste, I think people forget he's a true freshman. That being his first real taste of a big game definitely got to him. It was so loud. Penn State had to burn multiple timeouts because they couldn't hear shit. Um, <clears throat> but I think if you're a Penn State fan, like, you really beat yourselves. It wasn't really Ohio State did anything miraculous. Drew couldn't throw the ball. He was overthrowing, underthrowing. Um, and they, they just got beat into submission, I think. Yep. And if you guys watch the vlogs, you're going to see on a vlog this week, I uh, I did have a rack on Penn State Moneyline. Uh, it was just, you know, the combination of being in a legal state where we can finally open up FanDuel, which we talked about on last episode's pod, so I'm not going to even get into it. Uh, but you just know how sick of a feeling it is when you don't have that for a while. 
and then you can finally bet on FanDuel. So I deposited, put a rack on Penn State money line. Uh, you guys make sure you watch the pod. It's gonna be or not the pod. Make sure you watch the the vlog. It's gonna be hilarious. Uh, I'm going up to Ohio State fans like, oh, should I cash out? Should I get, like, <laughs> my my thumbs like hovering over the cash out button. Should've I should have fucking cashed out. But, <laughs> I'll tell you what, but I'll tell you what though, pregame there wasn't a single Ohio State fan that was like, no, you should cash that out. Yeah, like they were all going into that game. There wasn't an Ohio State fan that was really, really confident. Yeah, we didn't meet like. one confident Ohio State fan, and I was barely getting chirped. And then the uh, the game ends, final whistle blows. I'm literally public enemy number one. Like everybody's trying to stain me. Like I got guys screaming in my face. Like it, like it's I'm at an Eagles game and the Eagles just lost or something. You would have thought that I my team won, because Mikey's like, you we should probably get out of here. It's about to get hostile. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, Mikey, we lost. Like, and Ohio State beats us every year. Like, they own us. He's like, Mikey's like, no, we should probably get out of here. It's about, it's about to get hostile for you. I'm like, no way. And sure enough, it starts getting, like, guys chirping me, guys coming down multiple sections to, like, scream in my face. I'm like, wow, you guys are so. I was like, I let push a guy away. I was like, you're doing too much, brother. I was like, you are doing way too much right now. All right? Like, I was pissed. I wasn't, like, upset or anything. I was just like, yeah. where was this all game? Because, like, there were a couple people throughout the game, and I would turn around and be like, give it back to him. Like, he's like, not worth it, not worth it. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like, I'm not trying to get into a fight. But, fuck you if you are the type to wait until the game ends to talk shit. If you're the guy who came on the Book It Instagram to comment underneath our Instagram picture, me and Mikey, and say these guys are fucking blah, blah, blah. Well, that first I of all, he, he, the guy that came on the Instagram, I don't want to give him a lot of shine. He was 6'10". He's 6'8". Didn't say a word all game. Like, Chelly was talking to his girlfriend, like, being very cordial, like, talking about Penn State. I was State, being so nice, State. dude. Like, so nice. And this guy was 6'8". By the way, played on Wright State. No wonder they don't cover fucking spreads. The guy sucks cock at basketball. He didn't even go to Ohio State. But he commented on our thing. He was like, these guys are fake fans. Okay, first of all, we explained to you and your girlfriend that we're on a college football tour. And every, <laughs> every game we go to, I support the home fan base. So, no shit, we're fake fans <laughs> of Ohio State. He's a real Penn State fan. But... That guy is the epitome of things I hate in fan bases and in athletes. And the reason why I hated what Angel Reese did last mm. year with Caitlin Clark is because as someone that you guys know religiously loves to just run my mouth, you do it all game. You, you do it all game. To the minute you see Chelly walk into that section, if you're going to make a commitment to talking shit, you do it all game. Every time you score, you look at him and you say something. Every time mm -hmm. they score, you expect him to give it back yep. to you. And you do it in good fun. But when you become a coward and you do it Ohio State fans, which, by the way, Chelly walks to the game unspoken to by Ohio State fans. Yeah, there was not a single fan that said anything. They want to say shit. And by the way, big fan of Ohio State fans, everyone that we met, super nice. Awesome. But the people that, did, yeah. people that did this shit are the people that I fucking hate. And it's when there was two minutes left and Ohio State goes up by two scores, so there's no chance there's Penn State can win. Start becoming the biggest losers of all time and are like, yeah, fuck Penn State! And like yelling in his ear being like, yeah, you should have never come here. Like you're a fucking loser. Like an actual loser. Like you're a loser if you do that because you're one, you weren't confident enough to talk shit and two, it's like the easiest way out to be like, oh, now nah, I can talk shit because you can't say anything. Like yeah. that is the biggest fucking... And Coward. I literally turned around and I was like, yo, if you're not going to do it all game, don't start now. And I'm in Ohio State gear. And they were like, oh, 
I have as many passing touchdowns as Drew Aller. And I was like, yeah, and Ohio State is still winning. So who gives a and fuck? And then Drew, next play, threw a touchdown. Yeah, which was crazy. And I yeah. just started clapping. <laughs> and I was like, dude, why am I clapping? Wow. We lost. By the way, Sounds like you got personal. Yeah, but then, but yeah, so well, I was just was defending. touching me and shit. And I was like, get the fuck. Like, you're doing too much, bro. Yeah. Like, you're doing way too much. I was wow. just defending Chelly because I was like, if I'm in Ohio State gear, like, and I'm yelling at them, like, they're not going to say shit to me. What the fuck are they going to say, say yeah. shit to me? And then, of course, that 6'8 fucking bozo, as we're walking down, Chelly doesn't hear him. He's like, yeah, well, see you later. And I turned around, and I was like, would you relax? <laughs> fucking 6'8, you're not doing shit all game, so and you're going nice to open too. your mouth, I dude. was, like, asking him questions. I'm like, so, like, do you have to sit in the emergency row on airplanes? <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy was actually the biggest loser. He played basketball so at Wright nice, State. Dude. Fucking talking about fake fans. Like, what so, connection does he have to Ohio State? Where does Ohio State rank in terms of your favorite like game day experience? Dude, honestly, it was up there. Like yeah, it was definitely up there. I think really Ole Miss cool. is clear number one. Probably Ole Miss and Alabama. Um, I'd probably put LSU and Ohio State as a tie in third. Okay. I think they both brought something unique. And then you know Notre Dame just because there's no alcohol in the stadium, it was hard to find a tailgate. Probably put Notre Dame. But I mean. Everything before that happened, and it was only, like, four Ohio State fans. So I'm not putting this on, like, the entire of Ohio State yeah. fans because everyone we met was super fucking nice. Um, but just the people at the end, like, you're fucking losers. <laughs> the like guys losers. losers. But it's cool. Uh, Wish I would have gone. I know. had a good time. Should have been there. Oh, you would have loved it. Should have been there, bro. Should have been there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean... Chelly was in Moose at the end, so I did feel bad, so we didn't end up going out. Well, um, I just didn't want to go out in my Penn State gear, and then we get back, and Mikey's asleep in five minutes. Well, because yeah. he was like, I'm going to go to bed, and I was like, what? Oh, yeah, true. And he was like, I'm going to go to bed and order food, and I was like, okay, I will just hang him up, so then I went to bed. Wow. Yeah, that was... Wow. That was so we have yet to go out at a stop where the team wins, which is insane. <laughs> it's hard to rally and go out after a long, especially six, waking up at six a.m. Yeah, no, it was an eleven a.m. kick, dude. It's long tough day. to rally. It was a long. It's day. tough. Yeah, but Mike, you're saying you should have been there. Uh, you know who shouldn't have been there? Blueface at the game yesterday in SoFi. Yeah, as a Rams fan, how do you feel about that, dude? That is wild. <laughs> you want to explain what happened? Imagine taking your kid <laughs> to his first NFL game. And he's so excited. He's about to watch Rams Steelers. Matt Stafford Cooper Cup. <laughs> Just bought his cup jersey. <laughs> Ready to go. Dad, we're at the ball game. He's got a new hat on. And he sits down and he looks down at the field and there's five fat asses twerking in the field. <laughs> is that at every game, Dad? <laughs> Says little Timmy. Dad, what's going on? Why is he throwing money? <laughs> Can we go get the money? <laughs> Kids just like, what's going on down there? And Blueface is just fucking throwing up bills and shit. And apparently he just proposed to his yeah his now fiance at the at the game. Yeah, That's what game. all that shit was for. Yeah, I mean, which congrats I mean, to Blueface. Congrats, brother. Congrats. So Blueface. it looked like he bought a box, brought strippers to the game, and threw money at them. There's a couple things that I think went under the radar. I think one, you said it in your story. Some of the biggest asses I've seen. Like, they were large touches. Like, did they, did they walk into the stadium, like, fully clothed? Probably, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they get to the box mm -hmm. and they take that shit off and yeah. start twerking? For sure. Because I don't know how he, get, he got away with that. There's no way. Oh, he got a call today. There's yeah. no way that that was. He could be banned from NFL games. Planned. Or, like, that anyone knew about that. Mm -mm. And there's no way he's going back to an NFL game again. No. And the second was, why is he wearing surgical gloves? Yeah, I didn't. He had rings. He had his his over the gloves. Yeah, I didn't understand the Man. latex. 
Well, you guys ever been to a strip club? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. You know. gotta have multiple pairs of surgery gloves <laughs> but if you don't want to get anything. <laughs> that was that was just a crazy sight to see. Honestly, it was kind of sick, but like at the same time, it was, it was kind of cringe too. I don't know. It's like a family environment. It's a fucking Sunday for Christ's sakes. Yeah. yeah. And we're throwing ass. <laughs> like I don't know, man. I, I thought it was a bit much. How did you feel as a Rams fan? Like that's your that's <sighs> your stadium. Yeah, I was about to say. You guys already get shut on for not having fans, and then you got Blueface at the game doing that. Making a strip club out of it. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Remember when Kodak Black yeah. was dogging some chick? <laughs> yeah. That was the, the funniest shit I've ever seen. Right. Similar similar vibe. Similar vibe. But that's different because, like, it's up, you know, and, like, he's away from, like, everybody else. Who Kodak was? Yeah. It was also at a Panthers game. No one's going to midseason hockey games. Yeah, but the Rams are known for not having a fan base, and, like, every home game is an away game for them. True. Yeah. But I, it was it was just I thought it was a bit much. I know Goodell saw that shit and was like, uh, "Yeah, that can't be happening." Because on one hand, they've got the golden child Taylor Swift at Chiefs games, yeah. cut the camera to an LA game and there's strippers. <laughs> <laughs> what if they gave Blueface the same T Swift treatment that day? Could that you imagine? Been, that would have been fucking hilarious. Just showing him on camera. Oh my God, that ass! <laughs> and Matt Stafford completes an eight-yard pass to Cooper Cup for a touchdown. It's just Blueface just fucking. <laughs> They like lean into it every touchdown. Blueface is throwing more money. There's more asses every touchdown. That would actually be insane. Oh, uh, dude, I don't know about you guys, but I I just had a horrible weekend of betting in general. Went from no, PSUML. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people watching the pod, listening to pod right now, can relate. Uh, this was it was a rough weekend for me, uh, just in general. Uh, I think we should get into hang them up and, and kind of go over our, our teams or players or whatever happens this weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, some might say some people need to hang them up. I mean, but the epitome of the weekend was basically just being in piss. And I feel like that leads into our perfect segment of hang them up because there are some teams, there are some gentlemen that probably need to fucking hang them up. Mm-hmm. I think just kind of reviewing our other hang them ups, I told the Patriots to hang them up and then they beat the Bills, who I think are a new candidate to hang them up. So I think mean, you want to start yeah. the, the hang them up segment. Yeah, I think I'm going to let you keep someone with the Bills if you want. No, 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 no. They weren't going to be mine. I've got one that, that I think we all can agree okay. needs to hang them the fuck up. Okay. If I see Cookie Craig Kimbrell come out of the bullpen one more time this dude. postseason, I'm fucking going to lose my shit, dude. Cookie Craig Kimbrell needs to hang them up. I don't know why he's still pitching in big fucking moments, especially in the postseason. Uh, I was at the bar this past weekend. I had a rack to win like 3K on Astros Moneyline, who had just miraculously came back with a three-run home run in the ninth inning by Altuve. I'm fucking so bricked up at the bar. Mm. All I need is Phillies. I've got all the confidence in the world they're going to win this game. They're up 5-2 in the eighth. We bring in Cookie Craig. Shit's over. Phillies lose. It was just... I just saw it coming. As soon as I saw him running out of the fucking bullpen, comes out there, first three pitches, nowhere near the strike zone. We're at three runs, mm. and I knew this game was going to be over. Can't can't have that. Cannot have that. So, I, I, I swear, bro, if Cookie Craig comes out of the bullpen one more fucking time, I might have to hang him up. You wanna, should we give them the classic? Cookie Craig, Kimbrell, hang him up. Hang him up, man, for fuck's sake. You want to go? Yeah. Uh, similar narrative, but NHL stack keepers, hang them up. Oh my! This is unbelievable. It's making me want to not bet on the sport that I love to bet the most. It's it's gotten. It's making me not want to bet on the sport I love the most. 
and I honestly hate it so much. Um, it sucks, dude. I it, hate. I hate it. It makes me not want to bet shots on goal anymore. I'm seeing my this guys. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. You no, know, you're good. It's sorry, just sorry, it, sorry, I'm sorry. seeing my guy at four, at three, and then all of a sudden he's at one, and it's like I don't want to take to the timeline and bitch because that solves nothing. The only thing you can do is sit there and pray. It just feels like it's out of your hands. Uh, and last year it was bad, right? But they started to get better and better, and it, it just kind of became, okay, they're on their game now. This is the worst it's ever been. This is the worst by far. By far. By far. It makes, it's never been to the point where I want to stop betting. So NHL stack keepers, hang them up. up. Dude, I swear I had pasta SOGs last night, and I think they took away six SOGs. They probably did, dude. I, I wouldn't be shocked. But I was, I was content because at least he pushed. Right, and he's at he's at five the whole game. He should have been at eight. Game ends, they take one away. He's at four. Disgusting. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking incredible. Foul. Foul. How can you be that bad at your job? Like genuinely that bad at the job. If anything, I would almost prefer if they just waited till the end of the game to put the SRGs out. Like honestly, ruins the sweat though. But I was thinking about this. Like it does ruin the sweat, but having. The moment where you hit and then having it taken away is almost worse than if you, you it, they just waited till right after the game to drop how many SOGs everyone had and it just being official. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than when, like, like we're in the whole time you're sweating and then you hit and then, like, they take it away and it's silence. But, like, you just had that fucking high of being like, yeah, so fucking right. Yeah. And then having it taken away, I feel like it hurts way more than if they just made you wait. Yeah, it was Devin Taves. Uh, he had... I needed two yeah. SOGs. He had he got the second one with three minutes left in the third period. Took away the one from earlier on the power. I play. saw your tweet. You were like, "He got stack corrected. Nothing new." I literally, <laughs> I can't do anything. Dude. I don't know what you guys want from me. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. It's so sad though. My hang up might be a little controversial. Um, but I sincerely think Caleb Williams needs to hang him up. Hang them up, Caleb. I've Fuck. never seen. A player act the way he acts with the amount of hype that's behind them and truly believe that they are the best thing to ever happen in the sport of football. Watching him live in Notre Dame, his attitude is horrific when they're down. He never shows any signs of being even a little bit upset. And I understand, like, you want to have that iron mental, but like having fun on the sideline and smiling after you turn the ball over is pretty much unacceptable. Um, Hearing rumors that, you know, his agent is asking for equity in NFL teams that draft him, saying that if it's not the right spot, he's going to go back to college. You've done nothing. He hasn't won anything. I feel like people forget this. He hasn't won anything other than the Heisman, which obviously, you know, we put the Heisman up there. It's one of the best trophies you can win. But he hasn't won a goddamn thing. He hasn't won a national championship. He hasn't been to a college football playoff. He hasn't won a big game and he acts like he is the best thing to ever happen in the sport of football. And I genuinely believe, because of the attitude he's developed this year, that he's going to be a bust in the NFL. If you asked me last year, I would have told you that Caleb Williams is probably going to be one of the best quarterbacks probably in the last decades, and he's probably going to compete with Pat Mahomes for the rest of their careers. I now think he's going to be nothing but a glorified Baker Mayfield, where he's going to get taken number one overall because he has the hype, he has the best offensive coach, in all of college football, but he can't do anything. He can't win a big game. He can't make college football playoff. And those guys that do it at that high level, they find ways to win. Johnny Manziel beat Alabama in Alabama, right? Only thing he won was the Heisman. Wasn't drafted number one overall. 
acted like he was kind of the guy. I've never seen a player like Caleb Williams act the way he's acting and just expect everything that should come to him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I really truly feel when I watch him play, he doesn't think this season matters because he's going to go number one regardless. Yeah, exactly, media. bro. And I experienced this firsthand when we were in Notre Dame. We were sitting really close to the field, like right next to the USC tunnel that they walk in and out of during halftime. And they're getting bitched the whole first bitched. half. And he's walking in the locker room with the biggest smile on his face. And like at what? first I was like at first I was like, okay, maybe he goes into demon mode and fucking comes out and light, like lights shit up. Uh, and sure enough, that fucking didn't happen. Was he cheesing about? I don't know, but I witnessed that and I, was, I just thought it was weird. That was the first time I experienced like Caleb like just acting the way he does when he's down. And I tweeted out during the USC Utah game, I was like, the way that Caleb just fucking smiles after throwing three picks or lets a ball slip out of his hand fucking pisses me off. And there's people commenting, coming at me saying, what, the kid can't have fun playing football? I'm like, yeah, you can have fun playing football, but at least act like you fucking give a shit when you turn the ball over. Meanwhile, Michael Penix is losing as a 30-point underdog or favorite to Ratchet Arizona State. And there's not a smile on that kid's yeah, fucking face because he's locked in. No. And he wants to go out there and win for his team. And the same position with Caleb Williams, he's out there smiling and shit, giving the game to Utah. And by the way, like Michael Penix having fun playing football is when he's battling with Oregon, having fucking 300 passing yards, two touchdowns, and freestyling on the bench. That's having fun playing football. When you're having a game and you're in a battle, having fun in football isn't selling the game away yourself and smiling. Like, that just shows me that his attitude is, I don't give a fuck. And that because I know I'm going to be the number one overall pick. And guess say. what? Even if this season doesn't go well, and I decide I don't want to be in this year's draft, I'll be the number one pick next year. So it doesn't matter either way how I play at this point. Because everyone knows that I'm the best prospect, and everyone's telling me I'm yep, the best prospect. Yep. And if you can throw three interceptions, who's going to bitch at you? Not your teammates, because you have a Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Right? You're number one overall. No one's going no to tell you you played bad that game. Because guess what? You can come out next game and look like the Heisman winner. Mm-hmm. Right, so he's just smiling. He knows he's laughing it off. Yeah. USC has now no hopes of going to the college Zero. football playoff. Like people are gonna forget about that. We're just gonna brush that on the rug. This team was projected to go to the college football playoff to win a natty. You know what I'm saying? But the defense wasn't good enough, right? Literally, <laughs> the defense wasn't good enough, right? And it's like you got guy like you got teams like Washington who probably have uh, probably better defense in USC. But way I mean, better. either way, like when you have the best prospect in the past decade, like. You should be in the college football playoff. You should be Conversation, winning big games. Yeah. You should be beating Utah you should be winning, without their starting quarterback, by the way. You should be beating Utah without their starting quarterback. And you should be winning games at home when you're favored by seven fucking <laughs> points. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, I didn't even take the points. I just took the ML because, like, it's insane, bro. It's Caleb fucking Williams in a bounce back game coming off a bye week where they just got bitched by Notre Dame. He's smiling at you. And he's out here smiling with his fingernails painted. And I'm like, down 20 <laughs> units, bro. It's Unbelievable. Like, fuck this. So, Caleb Williams, hang, hang him up, up dude. dude, for real. Which kind of leads into our, our next new segment that we really wanted to try out because I feel like it's almost like a thorn in a rose. And it's Did Their Job, presented by Pickett Sports. By the way, download the Pickett Sports app. It's a sports betting social media app. It allows you to track your action, interact with your friends. We all track our action on there as well, so make sure you go download the Pickett Sports app. But Did Their Job. I feel like we can't always be negative. We told some guys to hang them up. Now it's time to give their our flower to some teams or some players that did their job. Um, I'll start it off. The Miami Hurricanes, mm. you did your fucking jobs. I took you as my best bet of the weekend at plus three. 45 minutes before the game, the starting quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, got marked out. 
The line moved to six and a half. They started a true freshman. They battled Clemson tooth and nail, one in overtime. Miami Hurricanes, you did your job, and that's why I love college sports, that a freshman can step in, the defense steps up, you beat the dog shit out of a Clemson team, you fight them tooth and nail every way, you don't just give up because your best player went down. Miami Hurricanes, you did, you did your jobs. You did your jobs. Way to do your jobs. Way to do your jobs. I got an honorable mention uh, that I want to sh- shout out, and it's Mac Jones and the Patriots. Yep. They simply did their job. Did their job. Sunday. They didn't. They won this game by just not overcomplicating the game of football. They didn't turn the ball over. <laughs> they moved the ball down the field, and they kept Josh Allen off the field, and they forced turnovers, and they won the fucking game. To go from hang them up to did their job that quickly – is kind of impressive. Yeah, I did tell the Patriots <laughs> to hang him up last night. <laughs> like, I know, but we just got to tip the cap. Oh, we got to You got it. Because I've got minus 500 bills in the surgical, and <laughs> they chalked that shit right out of the gate. And there's nothing you can do but tip your cap and say that the bills fucking suck. That's fair. So they did their job. Did their job. Mac Jones went out there, played football, won the game. Shout out the Patriots. <laughs> uh, that one stung. That one. St- I stung, dude. I, ha- I was like, I bought them down to six and a half because I was like, I feel like the books are telling me they win by seven. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be smart, Mikey, and I'm going to tease it down just one point. So the Bills minus six and a half, and they lost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it, it stung even more because, like, there was literally no hope until there was hope because of the quick touchdown by Diggs and then a fumble, and we get the ball back and then score again. Now we're winning. Mm-hmm. I just wish none of that happened. It would have hurt way less. Yeah, yeah way less. <laughs> uh, but my my did your job this week is is lamar jackson and the baltimore Ravens. first of how all, about it bro? i don't know if you guys remember last week's episode where i gave a surgical cell job on why the ravens were going to dominate and crush the lions this week and then i went on to say that justin tucker field goals is my prop and you guys all shit on me for that yep because you just gave every reason why they're going to bounce back and figure it out in the red zone everything that happened uh, we said was going to happen happened. yep wow justin tucker only made one field goal they figured out all their shit in the red zone. They converted almost every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Mark Andrews had two touchdowns. They went for it on fourth which down. Which is huge for the goal. Yeah, huge They went for it on fourth down in field goal range because they proved that they needed to win that game. Like, you literally <laughs> sold the shit out and of it. <laughs> and then I go and take a cookie prop with Justin Tucker Field. Yeah, it's a classic. That's why you full fade the super goats, but the goat whale hits. But this is the, why, like, surgical hits. you have the pod, right? You have us now, Trent, to, like, lean on when it's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, stop that. <laughs> when you're like, the Ravens are going to figure out in the red zone. Justin Tucker field. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, and somebody DM me was like, bro, you literally had the script in your hand and you fucking chalked it. Like, what? Do you, I listened to the pod, bro, and you said the Ravens were going to figure it out in the red zone. And you take Justin Tucker field goals? And How by, does that add up? And by the way, like, it again proves that when you get Lamar Jackson in his bag, he's probably the best quarterback in the NFL behind Pat Mahomes, without yeah, even a question. For sure. And not to, like, bring it back, but to relate it to Caleb, Blowing out an NFL team and shutting them out and then having Lamar Jackson being in the press conference being like, I mean, you know, I don't get too high, I don't get too low, I'm happy with the win, but honestly, I'm upset sitting here because I thought we should have scored every drive. We should have brought points away from every single drive, so honestly, stepping away from this game, I'm a little more disappointed than I am happy because we should be scoring every drive we step out there, and we didn't. And I was just saying, they're like, dude. That's locked in. Holy shit. Locked in. Like they, might, they might do something. I know. Uh, but, again, that narrative of, of the team that comes into the week, incredibly overhyped. Everybody loves them. Stephen A. Smith had the Lions as his best team in the NFL. And multiple other people <laughs> did, too. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, Stephen A. Smith said the Lions were the best team in football. And not just him, bro. There were thousands of, of NFL analysts. But that... Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Dude, he's a fucking bozo. If it's not basketball, <laughs> like so he should bad, actually shut his mouth. So just remember that going into this week. I don't know who the hype team's going to be. Probably the Eagles again. Probably the Eagles again. And they're probably going to fucking lose again. Uh, but but that was just a surgical sell job by me. Lamar put his meat on tape in that game and looked unstoppable. Uh, so... Ravens, Lamar, you did your job. Way to do your jobs. Uh, yeah, my did your job. Going over to Zach Wheeler. I mean, he is the reason this Phillies team wins ball games when we win balls game, ball games with him on the bump. Yes, Schwarber's going yard. Yes, Harper's going yard. But none of that shit matters if Zach Wheeler isn't dealing the way he is in those games. Uh, and you see it. I mean, Nola isn't as dominant when he comes on. Uh, and then without Nola, we literally have nobody else. We have like Taiwan Walker yeah. or Sanchez. Like we're screwed. Uh, so shout out Zach Wheeler for doing your job. We really, really, really needed that insane game out of him uh, to go up three two. And now we just need to win one out of two in Citizens Bank Park. Let's get it done tonight. Uh, obviously, I think we have what do we have Nola tonight probably pitching. Mm-hmm. So like not super confident, but Citizens Bank Park again like should be rowdy tonight. Rowdy. Dude, the only time or the only team that respects home field advantage is playoffs is the fucking Phillies. The yeah. Rangers and Astros have lost every game in their own building. That's insane. It's insane. That's insane. And I'm I was just over here complaining about the two three two playoff format for MLB because I think that having three games in a row is an advantage, and that's what the the lower seed gets. So the Astros are the higher seed. They got. Game one, game two in Houston, and then the Rangers got game three, four, and five in Globe Life. And I'm over here thinking, dude, I want to be the lower seed. I want three games in a row at home. Yeah, Why would I you not? Steal one. You steal one on the road, you got a chance to close it out at home. Insane. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. I'm not going to lie. It's a stupid rule. Anyway, uh, Zach Wheeler, you're doing your job. You're. I just love this man. Yeah, I, think I, I'm, I think I'm going to get a Wheeler jersey before I get a Harper jersey. I was thinking about it. It's like Harper. I mean, All right, well, that's just crazy. I mean, Bryce you Harper. think that's a crazy take? I have a Bryce Harper jersey. Do you? Yeah. Aren't you like, wait, who's your baseball team? I don't have one. Whoa, not having a baseball team is insane. Is. You just got to have one if you're a sports fan. <laughs> no, I just, I've never like watched. I was a Mets fan growing up, but I just don't love the sport, so I can't bring myself to watch it. Um, but I have like multiple jerseys, and the only Phillies jersey I have is Bryce Harper. I mean, that's like an iconic I feel jersey. Like, I feel like you could really get on like the Orioles. Like, with how young they are and how exciting they are. I feel like they're a Mikey, Mikey team. It is a Mikey team. I almost jumped on the Rays. Thank God I didn't. Dude. <laughs> but uh, Zach Wheeler, way to do your job, Way to man. fucking be, kid. Which kind of, like, leads me into our next segment, Pulse Check. Mm. Um, I feel like I'd love a Pulse Check on the Phillies. I'd love a Pulse Check on... I don't know what team you'd want to give me a Pulse Check on. Maybe I, the betting. Yeah. But I'm going to start it because I wore everything for a reason today. I'm in Jets green because the Jets are the best team in the AFC East, and I don't even think it's a question at this point now. It's close. We've had the hardest schedule. We've played the hardest teams. We've beat the Eagles and the Bills. The Bills have now lost to the Patriots, and the Dolphins just got the shit beat out of them by the Eagles. The Eagles have beat the Patriots. By the transitive property, we're the best team and the strongest team in the AFC East. (laughs) That's a horrible take. (laughs) But I genuinely (laughs) believe, not even away from the transitive property— we are the strongest team. I think we are the least fraudulent team in the AFC East. I think the Patriots are the Patriots. They own the Jets. We'll probably lose to them again this year. Yeah. 
but they're not the best team in the AFCs for obvious reasons because they can't win ball games. They lost to the Raiders and then got shut out the next game. I'll, t- I'll tell you what: if you guys can beat the Bills on the road in Buffalo, I'll I'll shut the fuck up for an entire episode and let you glaze the Jets. But my point being, the Bills and Dolphins are extremely fraudulent. And I said it before that game that the Dolphins don't have a defense, and when they play a legit defense, they never win. They're gonna get they're gonna get clapped. Yeah. So fair. And they played the Eagles defense, who by the way, isn't that that great, but they're definitely really strong up front, still missing pieces in the back. And the Dolphins couldn't move the ball really. You saw three and outs for the first time in a long time. Obviously Tyree Kill is always gonna have a great game, but they're not putting up the points that they're putting up because they're not playing the Panthers every week. Like, the, the minute Broncos. that team played a good defense, you kind of see Mike McDaniel turn into not this voodoo offensive child anymore. Yeah. And that's why I genuinely think, top to bottom, the Jets are the best team in the AFC East. I think we have the best defense in the AFC East, and I think our offense just has to do its job, just which real, is why I think we're the strongest. Real quick, I want to hear from both of you. Give me, like, it, it's confusing me because as an NFL fan, I feel like defense usually is king. And I'm always like, oh, this defense is good. This defense is good. This year, I'm like, there's like four or five defenses max where I'm like, I'm afraid of that defense if I'm going to go play them this week. It's like the Browns, you don't want to play Miles Garrett. Jets, Browns. Niners, Browns. Those Jets, the only Niners, defenses Browns. I'd be scared of. And Steelers. Not even the Steelers. You're not even scared of the Steelers? I put the Steelers in there, bro. I think by it, it goes by the week, though, because sometimes that defense looks cookie. There should be a list of 10 teams where you're like, okay, I'm scared to play the Chargers defense this week, or I'm scared to play the Broncos. You know what I mean? Like, there's usually teams where— I'd say it's Jets, Eagles, Browns, Niners, Cowboys are the five defenses that are worth a damn. Anybody else is mid. And it's crazy. The only one that we thought was a good offense was the Niners. And you took Chris Christian McCaffrey away, and you're realizing that all these teams with great defenses have, no have really offense. mid offenses. Well, Eagles, other than the Jets, no, if Aaron Rodgers was healthy. Oh, I was about to say, what we about would have the been Eagles? the most complete team this year. Jalen Hurts does not look good, dude. Again, even in a great win, right? In a great win, I'm great. not. I don't hate Justin. I, I don't hate Jalen Hurts. I actually got a lot of hateful DMs after I called the Eagles fake good. I still think they're fake good. In terms of, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender this year. I think they're a really good team. They're competitive, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. And I think it's because, and I think this happens to quarterbacks. I think Jalen Hurts has gotten figured out a little bit. A little bit. Just stop. Just stop. He's, he's a, throwing, like, again, he throws horrible winner. picks and turns the ball Just stop. This he's team's 6-1. I think the, the fake good needs to stop. We just beat the they just beat the Dolphins. But again, I think the, the Dolphins were also in my list of fake good. Then who's real good this year? The Niners? And you just said they were bad probably just the Niners. No. You can't only have one good team. Then the other 31 teams suck? No, they don't what do you, suck. No, what do you mean, no, though? No, they don't suck, but I'm saying there's always like a clear, like in college football, it's Georgia and then everyone else. I think in the NFL, it's the 49ers and then everyone else. No. I truly think that. No. Obviously, there's tiers, but when you talk about really good NFL teams, top to bottom, it's the 49ers, it's the Eagles, then so probably a couple spaces, dude, and then put, teams like the Jets and the Eagles. You gotta put the Eagles in there. As bro. long as Mahomes is taking snaps. Oh, the Chiefs. You the gotta Chiefs. put the, yeah, Chiefs the Chiefs in there. The Chiefs, the Chiefs. The Eagles are I forget the, about the Chiefs, though, because they just quietly just do their so job. They're so good, bro. Yeah. The Eagles are, I would say, the most complete team in the NFL from top to bottom on both sides of the yeah. ball. More than the Niners. More than the Niners. More than the More Niners. More than the fucking crazy, Niners, dude. Yes. Dude. dude, if Jalen Hurts was the quarterback of. The 49ers, would they be a better team? Would they be a better football team? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Okay, then what's the conversation? Yeah, but you could say the same thing like if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback of the 49ers, would they be better? No, because we're not talking about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, and you're saying them being fake good. And you're saying that the Niners are better than them. Well, you put Jalen Hurts in the 49ers uniform, started my quarterback instead of Brock Purdy. That's because the 49ers quarterback is already so mid. It's fucking Brock Purdy. I think he's doing a great job. 
in the system. You can't have a mid quarterback in the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> And the best team in that's the NFL. Actually, by exactly that's what they what have. Yeah, Beck. I mean, that's exactly good. what Georgia <laughs> is. Damn it, dude. <laughs> like, dude. Like most most good teams in the NFL don't have a Patrick Mahomes or a like Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like those guys don't grow on trees. Like a lot of teams have really good rosters without a great quarterback. I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, I feel like there's no to to your to to counter your point. I feel like there's no top team in the NFL by far where I'm just like, okay, it's the Niners this year and then everybody else just competing for second place. I feel like we don't have that this year in the no. NFL. And I love that. I love that. I think we're going to have a really fun playoffs in the NFL this year for the first time in a long time. There's no team that we look up and we're like, yeah, it's just everybody versus the Chiefs this year, huh? It's like, no, I don't think we have that this year. There's like Joe Burrow's quiet. Like we don't have, we have guys starting to fall yeah, off. Dude, the Bengals are You know what I mean? Bomb. So like this was supposed to be the Bengals year, but I'm excited for this NFL playoffs because there is no number one in my opinion. No, see, that was like a good debate though. Like I think you took you took the L, but yeah, it was a good. No, debate. I don't. I don't think I took the L at all. Like I have my opinions on the Eagles, and I think we'll see as the year goes on. Yeah, that's true. Um, he also played a defense that's still missing Jalen Ramsey and its other best cornerback in the Dolphins. So, I mean, like he should have looked good. Still threw a pick. Still turned the ball over. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think. Like, you're totally right. I would say, though, I think everyone's scared of the Niners, regardless of the week. I think you're scared of the yeah, 49ers. You know, I think the Cowboys were scared of the 49ers. I think every team is scared of playing the 49ers. Stack Prescott. There's, like, six or seven teams that, if they play the Dolphins, I'm taking them money line every time. Give and it's the point. top teams because the Dolphins are fake good. Fake good. My but, point. Yeah, no, I agree. Who are you taking right now if you see them playing the Dolphins? The Chiefs. Okay. The 49ers. Yeah. The Eagles. Okay. The boys. Uh... The, the Cowboys at home, if you're at home. <laughs> if you're at home. I mean, I, I would take the Cowboys at a, away, too. Fuck the Cowboys it. would probably be like plus three and a half, plus four at home against the Dolphins, I would say. Bills mm. still beat the Dolphins, you have to say the Bills. No, no, the Cowboys would, yeah, the Cowboys would probably be favorite. Yeah, the Cowboys for home. sure would be favorite. Yeah, it's short line. So, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Chiefs, and I would take the Ravens right now. So, those five teams, I'm taking money line over the Dolphins. Without debate, without question, I'm clicking that fucking money line button. Home or away? Polshek, are the Ravens back? Yeah. Back. They're back. I'm this, scared this, of the Ravens now. This is their their week back. They just lost to the Steelers. They bro. should be they should be six seven and zero. Oh. What? They, yeah. should, they should be, bro. Without the fucking yeah. collapses at the end of the game from some of the questionable play calls and the dumb dumb decisions by Lamar and that. Bozo Steelers game that literally sucked the soul out of me. Everyone dropped every ball they could have dropped in yeah. that game. No, they they could easily be seven and zero. I forget the other game they lost, but well, we're also forgetting that like he has no weapons still. Yeah. Name one guy on that offense. Zay Flowers, think, dude, rookie. Yeah, he's grubbing though. Really good. Yeah, but but my point exactly though. The fact that a rookie's your best player and he has I mean, to yeah, grub o for o you to win games o is crazy. <laughs> OBJ should actually hang him up. We want to go back <laughs> to the fucking OBJ needs to stop playing football Dude, with all like, respect, bro. Hang Mark him. Andrews is good. Hang him up. Um, yeah, Mark Andrews is the GOAT. Two touchdowns for your GOAT this weekend. But seriously, remember, you guys remember when OBJ did like the tour where he like went to like team to team to try and get like recruited? Cal he was a, he was courtside at a Mavericks game. <laughs> Dude. And then we he comes there. out we get, and now he's getting two receptions. <laughs> like yeah. Two I tried to put his touchdown. Like, we'll, we'll play the game later well, in the episode. Hide. We'll play the game later in the episode. It's gonna be he's gonna give us OBJ. He's like two receptions, <laughs> twenty yards. It's like yeah, well, oh no, Beckham Jr. <laughs> when I took when I took Mark Andrews in the goat whale, everyone's like, but, 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 but they got OBJ. I was one of them. You tried to put OBJ in the goat whale, and I, I said no. We're putting golf in. I'm not gonna hide from it. I did do that. <laughs> I was like OBJ touchdowns could be cheddar. 
Was not zero. Doesn't even lace him up. Zero. Doesn't even lace him up. That was, that less just... than might have been the freest less than of, of the entire year. But quick pulse check. Penn State fans, uh, I'm with you, fellas. Uh, had a bit of a conversation, some good conversations about Drew Aller. Uh, he's still our guy. I, I I do believe in Drew still. Again, that was a huge test for for both teams this week, Ohio State and Penn State. Uh, we were at the game. I I do get worried that we the play calling is gonna hold Drew back. We ran the ball on third and five on the Ohio State 19 when we were tied. Or no, sorry, when we were d- uh, down three. So we were settling for a field goal. We didn't want to get sacked and, and make it a long field goal. Uh, but at that point, we're in Ohio State. We're down three points in the first quarter. You throw the fucking ball yeah. on third and five with Drew Aller uh, on the Ohio State 19. You throw the ball there. And if James Franklin's going to continue this scared little play calling that he does, you know, running quarterback draws on fourth and two to lose us to Ohio State three, four years ago, I'll never fucking, I'll never forgive him for that. Um, and I know it's our offensive coordinator's fault too. But uh, I mean, at this point, you're as a Penn State fan, you start to think, is James Franklin ever going to clutch up for us? And and are we ever going to see Penn State beat? One of these Michigans, one of these Ohio states, really because just it just feels to. like every year I'm fucking like literally about to like get to tears because I I want this team to be so good. I want to see Penn State in the college football playoff more than I want anything else. I, I mean, the Sabers winning the Stanley Cup is up there. The Raiders winning the Super Bowl would be fucking a dream, wet dream, <laughs> cummies in my pants. But <laughs> Penn State in the I don't even need Penn State to win the college football playoff. I just want to be there. (laughs) I just want to be, hey, mom, can we get tickets to go see Penn State in the college football playoff? That's all I want. And James Franklin, you're holding us back, man. You're holding us back. Dude, bad. Fuck. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's a fucking great feeling when your team gets there. I bet, bro. (laughs) Fucking bet. TCU went before Penn State. TCU went before Penn State. You have a better chance in Providence to make it. To to what? March Madness? Final Four? College football playoff. Fuck you. I was hyped for you. I was like, oh, it made a final four. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Dude, but like going to that game, putting my fucking heart on the line for this team. I'm the only blue person in a sea of red. Mm-hmm. And we're just running the ball on third and five, bro. Yeah. And I'm just like, we flew at 5 a.m. to be here, James. <laughs> 5 a.m. We were on flights. Fucking layover in Midway, Chicago. I think if you're a Penn State fan, I think you have to be sitting there going, we're going to be winning the Big Ten the next three years. What's your hour? That but, was, I don't, but that was his first time playing away from home in a really big game against the best teams in the Big Ten. He was always going to struggle. Play calling's not helping. I want to see Drew throw three interceptions before I want to run the ball in third and five. But you don't want to kill the kid. He's still a freshman. So I think a lot of the play calling after halftime was, I don't think they thought Drew could throw the ball. And I don't think Drew thought he could throw the ball. But this isn't how you figure out if Drew's our guy, by running the ball. I know he's a true freshman. I know it's his first test on the road. But if you're a Penn State fan, you want to see him throw yeah. the ball in these moments because we don't know if Drew's our guy yet. All right, we want to believe that he is because he's our first five-star we've had in however long we've been watching Trace McSorley and Sean Clifford not clutch up in these moments where they've gotten the correct play calling to throw the ball, and that's probably why they ran Trace to that fourth and two QB draw. But we need to know if Drew's our guy right now when he's a true freshman because, yes, he will grow and be- become a better quarterback. But – we're not putting him in six positions to succeed even as a true freshman. And that hurts a guy's mental. You see Drew crying in the post-game conference? Yeah, because I'm not going to lie, I don't even think you gave him the opportunity to win that football game. Yeah, that's true. So it just hurts as a Penn State fan. Uh, season's over. <laughs>
No, I mean, it is over. No, I don't. I don't think it's over though. I think it's over. If Michigan beats Ohio State and you beat Michigan, yeah. then you're back. You win. You are currently have possession of, of any tiebreaker. But so. we have no say in our own future. We need if Ohio State beats Michigan, our season's over. Yeah. Which isn't going to happen because Ohio State's a bad football team. I think you guys just got caught out with a really young quarterback having to play in a really hostile environment. We'll see. But I uh, I understand. <laughs> not, not to bring up more piss, but how about that over in the Chiefs game? Dude, can you? <laughs> Dude, it uh, was at so Vegas I, is rigged. I had the over forty seven and a half in one lay with the Raiders, which hit because the game finished with forty eight. And then I had a different lay that I placed late night because my lay was in piss earlier. So a new parlay. With the over moved up one point from 47.5 to 48.5. I'm looking at I'm like, I'm not going to buy a fucking point. Like, it won't matter. Like, it's one point. It never matters. Like, it's 48. And it's Chiefs fucking Chargers. And it's Chiefs Chargers. This total should have been at 55.5. It's halftime. There's 41 points scored. The li- I checked the live total. I'm like, maybe I should hedge. The live total is 67.5. They thought there was about to be 70 points scored in this football game. And I was like, you know what? I usually would hedge here. But it's just there's 30 points there. Like, what am I going to live bet the under 48 and a half at plus 5,000? No. Let me just see one touchdown go through. If the Chargers scored one touchdown in the second half, which they didn't. Or a field goal. Yeah, or a field goal. Anything would have been cool. Uh, There was just turnover after turnover. There was zero points scored in the second half of that football game until three minutes left in the fourth quarter. And fucking Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift are doing handshakes. In the box. They're doing handshakes. You know they had the under for sure. Whose idea was the handshake? (laughs) No way Taylor Swift was like, hey, babe. Babe, Brittany, babe. I'm thinking if they score, maybe we do a little, like, no fucking way. You know what's crazy? That shit doesn't even bother me. You know what bothers me? Jackson Mahomes could have stood anywhere Yeah, why is he hawking Taylor Swift? He could have stood anywhere. He's behind Taylor Swift looking like Slender Man. It's like, brother, you're in a case right now. You know, yeah, maybe you don't show up to the fucking ball game. Yeah, you know, and guess what, Mahomes, Jackson, I almost said Patrick, <laughs> Jackson, you're the problem, Jackson, not Patrick. Guess what, Jackson, you could have stood anywhere in that. You've been watching the broadcast for probably the last two weeks where they show T-Swift after every touchdown. Dude's like, I'm getting on TV today. Jackson's like, I'm fucking getting on TV today. Yeah, for sure. I've had enough. He stood right behind T-Swift. <laughs> like, dude, come on, man, you're not the star. No, I, th- I genuinely believe sometimes the NFL is rigged. You know, genuinely, T Swift 100% had that under. You think she's betting unders at a Chiefs game? For sure. Oh my God. She labbed that shit. She was like, listen, Brittany. Labbed it. Listen, Brittany. Well, she didn't drain Travis. He had like 140 yards and a touchdown. (laughs) So she didn't do her job. She had had the under. Way too much testosterone. (laughs) He went off, bro. He went off. Uh, Pulse check on my fantasy team. I'm undefeated. Holy shit. How do we allow this to happen? 7 0. And yeah. I've never seen you care so much. Because like, we were in, like, fantasy leagues last year, Mikey. I don't think you were sucked, in any with you? us. Uh, but Trent didn't give a fuck. Like, he, there was, like, punishment fantasy weeks where, like, yeah. after if you lost that fantasy week, like, you'd have to be punished. And he lost, like, three times. He's like, I guess I'm getting naked today and taking pictures <laughs> with a baseball bat. And I'm like, dude, pay attention. You could have fucking just benched the guy who who's on the IR. Yeah. Like, you had him starting. Yeah. And this year, like, we have uh, our creator league with, like, Lisa and, like, Chetty, uh, Coach Chippy, like, some pretty cool people. And Trent's like... I'm fucking seven and zero. I'm like Trent, bro. There's not that much on the line. It was like a couple hundred dollars. He's like, no, dude. Like I'm undefeated. and I'm going undefeated. So like, what's the story? Like, why do you care so much this year? I've just never had anything like this go my way so well. 
<laughs> I'm just embracing it all, soaking it all in, and trying to go for the perfect season. Dude, if you do a perfect season, he's not. He's going to meet the horny I, bunch in week eight. I got to have to run through the horny bunch. Oh, you're yeah. running a train on yeah. the horny but bunch. You know what, though? The horny bunch is getting a gut check just when we Who's your best player? Check. Who's your best player? I want to hear both your best players. My best player? Yeah, your best That's player. That's the thing about the horny bunch. We oh, don't rely on God. one guy. The horny bunch is going to drop one to Lisa Ann. No, but here's the thing. You lost to Lisa Ann this week! Okay, but she had Tyra Kill and, and I was up and 80 points, and she had Tyra Kill and A.J. Brown. They both You literally points. were bragging to me all weekend at Ohio State, I'm running a train. Like, I'm fucking bending Lisa over. I was like, oh my I God. I never let's said go. I was running so, a train so bending So, so KJ Osborne, <laughs> That's crazy. KJ Osborne and Moody need to have shit nights tonight. But you know what, though? Honestly, gut check for the horny bunch. I'm okay <laughs> with losing this game. Yeah, okay about it. Some guys in the locker room need to feel the pressure. One of them, Cole Komet. He had zero points this Where week. Where was Cole Komet this weekend? Did he show up to the game? Yeah, Cole Komet just disappeared, it seemed like. He Bijan. I mean, there were no yeah, there, there was nothing oh, for him. We ran scary. the ball way too much, and Mercedes Lewis was on the field a ton, just blocking. Yeah, so that's going to be a huge matchup in two weeks. Big matchup. I got to get through Wee Hoopin first. Oh, he's kind of tough. He's I beat Wee Hoopin, but he's tough. Team. Uh, but I do want to bring this up just a little bit because I know Lauren's not here, but I want definitely want her to to talk about her experience at the uh, Falcons Bucks game. But so Lauren like got to dab up Bijan before the game, and uh, we'll cool let video. We'll, yeah, dope video, dope thing, uh, and we'll let her break that down when she comes back. But I was trying to just support Lauren. We all know? were. Yeah, and I, I quote tweeted Lauren's video and just said Bijan. Uh, oh, this just happened. Bijan's about to drop. 142 yeah, yards, so lost. two touchdowns, and a receiving touchdown. And that tweet did not uh, go over well. Which, by the way, for people like bitching, like she's a massive Texas fan, had his Texas jersey on. He's like one of the star childs of Texas. Like that was just a cool meeting of Texas superfan and yeah. one of Texas's like golden children. Yeah. yeah. Of being like, oh, fuck, like he knew who she was. And it was like just a really cool moment. And I think people just took it. Like, well, it was one thing for him to just go fucking ghost mode the whole game, but the fact that I said he was gonna have a fucking insane game—I had, I had people in my DMs telling me you're not welcome at this stadium anymore. I wasn't even fucking at the game, bro. And like, I mean, every fantasy Bijan owner was just an absolute rat shit, looking for looking to blame somebody. No, so this is what happens when you don't know what's going on in the world, right? Bijan Robinson, for whatever reason, isn't getting snaps. You don't know why he's not getting snaps. You go on your Twitter, you type in Bijan Robinson. And the first video to pop up was probably Lauren dapping him up. And as an angry fantasy owner, you're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. You don't know what's going on. You're probably commenting, like, something mean, which is fucking horrible. Horrible. Because the internet's a stupid place. And, like, people, if you're salty that Bijan had zero points this week, get over it. Like, grow up. Get, if your team's fucking 0-7, good. <laughs> Good. You don't deserve the win. Uh, but I'm sure you can fucking withstand one loss. Bijan, I guess, was sick. It was Yeah, in the defense of like people bitching, at least give the people a heads up. Yeah, the Falcons really dropped the ball on and and even if you're like a Pam Oliver like sideline reporter, you gotta figure that out. You got there's gotta be some sort of chatter like, Oh, I don't know if Bijan's gonna get on as many snaps today. Like I'm hearing some rumors that, you know, he fucking has food poisoning. You know what I mean? Something weird. But it's just so interesting how that didn't like leave like it didn't leave the circle of the Falcons at all. Yeah, and he said he was feeling the headache the night before. So like where I don't know. It was just 
It was a weird, very unfortunate situation. Super unfortunate yeah. situation. Yeah, and Lauren was one of those people that's in piss because Bijan didn't do well in fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I'm literally, about to get my second win of the year on her. Yeah, Lauren literally is, if anything, has every right to be even the most upset because she had him on his fantasy. Team. Like, if you she guys also gonna, went there to watch him yeah, play, she traveled all the way there. Yeah, to watch Bijan him play. He didn't play, and she has him on his fantasy team, and he's her favorite player. Like, so yeah, that was like, no, and like, yeah, people just like commenting like mean shit. Like, so no, there's just no, grow the fuck up. Yeah, grow. Staying up. on that game, it was just never. It's probably Ohio State fans. Yeah, probably. They probably waited. I rolled out of bed. I rolled out of bed on Sunday. Go to Twitter. And I see Mr. Beast in a Bucks uniform. And I thought that that was every reason I needed to nuke the Bucks money line. Why did they have him in the pants, socks, and cleats? Yeah, what's good with the... He's a full kit wanker. Yeah, why did it's they full put kit him wanker. in the full kit? He looked uh, like a fucking idiot. That's what they call a full kit wine guy. Yeah, literally. And so my <clears> thing <throat> is like, oh, Mr. Beast Mega Max has kind of been my thing the past couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's been funny. And then you got Mr. Beast on the field, dude. That was a certified nuke. And it was And never. the Falcons, guess what? 0-5 on the road with Desmond Ritter at starting quarterback. And Mr. Beast is on the field. And, but full uniform. <laughs> yeah, why was he wearing cleats? Well, see, I, he, I, told, I commented on Trent's tweet. I was like, he looks like prime Tom. <laughs> he looks like That's what Tom Brady looked like in the Goat Whale last year. <laughs> but like, I hope he did like some. Sort of, <laughs> I hope he did some sort of content bit in the full uniform. I doubt it. Because if he just pulled up and they were like, "Yo, we'd love for you to come to a game," and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna come to this game," and they got him like the jersey, and he was like, "Actually, like, yeah. I would love like a full uniform." To like feel like he's a part of it, like that just shows you how untapped I was Mr. About Beast to say, is outside of the YouTube world. It probably he literally is probably only knows Eats Breeds YouTube content and is like, oh, we'll go to a football game. It's like, let me just can we go to Dick Sporting Goods real quick on the way? Just grabs like a forty dollar pair. Of Put cleats. the whole jersey on. It's like, what do you do? What does he do? You don't have to be in the uniform to be at the game. <laughs> to be on the field, I don't know if Mr. Beast knew you didn't have to be in full garb. <laughs> I was in, uh, I was bamboozled thinking that Mr. Beast on the field was gonna win me my money. Yeah. Uh, uh, but also, it, real quick, I just want to say, fuck Hitman. Hitman's in piss. And intern Austin. And, and our intern's in fucking piss. Our whole thing was we got an intern at Book It Sports, and we're, we're not going to pay him. Uh, the way he's going to get paid is by fading Trent's plays. And he came on. He said he's up three racks so far by fading Trent. Yeah. And then Trent had a decent weekend. He's kind of been quiet. Big yeah. Bama guy, though. I think he was just lit because they beat Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. He, he yeah. had a lot of money. But that was him. an unprovoked content idea, by the way, for him. Yeah. No, <laughs> he was just like, no, I actually like need to make money, so I'm going to fade track. I respect that. And I was like, you should for sure do that. <laughs> that would be really funny. Um, yeah, but Hitman, Hitman Hitman's putting like five racks on it. Like it's Those slips are going to play on Twitter because Twitter eats that shit a lot. Yeah, Can I just ask you, though, because I've been wondering from the outside looking in, it makes me mad. I think you've had to deal with it way longer. It does make me mad when I take a team and the fan base is like, dude, fuck you. Because it's like, okay, man. And then when it hits, they're silent. Yeah. Does it make you genuinely upset that he's putting that much money just because you took a side? Not because he did any labbing, but just because you picked one side, he took the other. Like, Does it like a little bit when you see the tweets like, dude, fuck, man. Or are you like good spirits about it? I'd be like a little bit pissed every time. It's a mix of both. Um, I, I definitely, you know, like I said, I had to tip the cap because I've never seen someone actually throw that many units taking the opposite, let alone just posting a screenshot of the bet slip. I got dudes in my mentions and my DMs. You know, I made so much coin fading your ass, blah, 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 you're a bozo, fuck off. But I've Brilliant. never seen an actual slip, yeah. and it's just all talk. So for, for Hitman to come out and actually put his balls on the line, and sh throw the units down and actually show the slip and be consistent with it. 
uh, I respect it for sure. You're also rooting for Hitman Piss at the end of the day. Like, yeah. you, wanna, you want him to lose, yeah. right? So, like, uh, it makes your bets a lot more meaningful than the coin you already have on them. On top of that, you want somebody else to lose. I am rooting against Hitman. I'm for the gang. Yeah, I'm for the <laughs> gang as well, but I also want Austin Matthews to make coins. So. <laughs> yeah, I do kind of want Austin Matthews um, to, like, have some chance. Dude, but it's funny because, like, when we were at these college campuses and shit, I'll just have people come up to me and be like, yo. We gotta put Hitman and piss tonight, man. Let's go. <laughs> fuck yeah. That's mad funny. Uh, That's sick. So yeah, fuck Hitman. It's always fuck Hitman. And fuck Austin Matthews intern. <laughs> All right, before we go to the the fun fact, I do kinda wanna give Josh like a second to pulse check the Bears. I feel like we I need Josh to just be more involved because I feel like there are some people out there that might align with Josh. And I just would love Josh to give me like a Bears pulse check. If anybody aligns with me and is a Bears fan, I'm sorry. <laughs> Number one, I'm sorry. Um, the Bears do have QB controversy now, I think. I think Tyson Bajan going out there and like actually doing his job shows that it's not just coaching, that maybe Justin Fields just can't process information fast enough. Josh is a big process information guy well, for, that's with what, Brady that's Cook. What you need. Like, dude, we need Fields. a gamer. We need a guy that just gets the ball out of his hands with like, the good players that we have. Like Justin Fields tries to make everything his highlight. If Whoa. that makes sense. That sounded crazy true. Like, it, he just, like, he needs, like, for him to be good, he needs to make the play. Like, the 50 For Tyson Bajan to be good, he gets the ball in DJ Moore's hands two yards on the field, and DJ does what he does. Do you know what I mean? Foreman did have a sick Deontay Foreman sick did help Tyson week. Bajan out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he Foreman played out played of his mind. Out of his mind, He's bro. a guy, he was our third string running back. Like, he wasn't even on the roster until, t- like, last game. You know what I feel like? I feel like the Bears are that single girl that just doesn't know what she wants. And every time one prospect shows her, like, a little bit of something, she's immediately on board with them. Yeah, it just the backup quarterback in Chicago is the most popular player in Chicago. That's how it is. That's how it's always been. It's actually life. so true. Because you're just like, we have hope in this guy behind. Because the guy on the field isn't doing the job. <laughs> Dude, we, the guy off the field, maybe he's got something. Josh, I need you to be better. And you know why? Uh, I need you to text me next time. Bajan's gonna have seventy friends and family at the game. Yeah, yeah, dude. He pl- he was saying that he almost played for free because he because he paid for fifty two tickets or something like fifty two. Yeah, he paid for fifty two tickets. So yeah. like he literally his game check is like probably nothing. I'm gonna need you to tell me that next time I nuke Raiders minus two and a half, brother. Yeah, <laughs> you should never be doing that, regardless. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Do you want to give us the fun fact, Josh? Yeah. All right. And then we'll go to the game. Yeah. Fun fact is that. All Major League Baseball umpires are required to wear black underwear in case their pants split. Is that wow. not absurd? Wow. That's actually smart. Wait, what? What do but you like, mean that's what, smart? What dude, had to have happened for yeah. them to mandate that? Yeah. I was about to say, like, was someone drawerless? Wait, wait, tell me why that's smart. Because an umpire, you're squatting the whole game, right? I guess only if you're the home plate umpire. Yeah. Or, I mean, you never know in the field, bro. You got to, like, juke and jive and get out of the way, right? <laughs> and there's and umpires jive. that fall all the time. That but why to... would it matter what color underwear they're wearing? Because it rips, bro. It's going to show. And you don't want to have to fucking pause the game for the umpire to change his pants. Just get a bigger pair of pants, dude. This shouldn't be, like, a, this shouldn't be a rule. This no. is a stupid rule. <laughs> I, I get it. Honey, have you washed my bl- <laughs> my black undies? Honey, where are my black undies? <laughs> it's game day. <laughs> Where's my super suit? It Honey. stains on them, sweetie. <laughs> I 
can you see them? They're black. I don't know could you why. Imagine, could you imagine an MLB umpire rips his pants? He's got skid marks running down there. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, in my head immediately, I thought, before you finish the sentence, oh, just in case they shit themselves. I mean, yeah, because... <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know no. why I thought that. It's not... I don't think it's that. I mean, it could I get, be. I Have actually you ever do... split your pants? Have I ever what? Split your pants? Yeah. I've never split my pants. I was, at a, I was at a wedding, and I was obviously wearing a suit, and it was that time of the night where we were fucking dancing on the dance you floor, dropped and it I, low. I dropped it low and knew right away. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. See, see but that's, this is my, here's my point. You were at a wedding wearing probably, like, khakis. The the umpires should be sponsored by Lululemon by now, where they're having unrippable pants. Like you, you should have a pair of Lululemon. Yeah, why don't they just wear athletic pants? That's what I'm saying. Like it shouldn't be like, oh, you know, my khakis are gonna rip if I squat too many times, babe. That's when I wear the black underwear. It's like, what? <laughs> well, dude, that's so. I was stupid. like, umpires just shouldn't even How have a job. Find that fact. Just did some digging. I don't know. Pure <laughs> hardware. That's just hard work. Yeah, just, man. I just looked up. My search bar is what color underwear do MLB umpires yeah, wear? Yeah, delete your searches. <laughs> the FBI knows. I do think umpires just shouldn't even exist. Like at this point with technology, like especially in baseball, if the ball's in that little square, it's ah, you're a robot ump guy. You you like robot umps? Yeah, yeah. Human error is dumb. People people say it'll ruin the game. I, I I think we just keep the human error. It's part of it. At this point, since we've been doing it for so long, like it would just fuck everyone's stats. That's what everyone said about soccer. Bringing VA ah, on. That's so different. That's so different. There's so many You games. need that to be right, that are decided by pitches. All right, but I think it's time we just we hop into the game here. There were some weird games, so I'm sure there were some weirder stats. Josh is going to throw a stat from a player at us from this past weekend. We have to try to guess the player. Everyone gets two players. I'll start it off. All right, let's do it. Mikey, your player had seven receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. Hmm. I'm not going to lie to everyone. I was on FaceTime with Trent. I only watched the Ravens game. <laughs> Everything else, I'm not even going to lie to you guys, other than Sunday Night Football, I was score checking. Yeah, the games weren't great. So I did not watch Red Zone, so I don't really know who scored because no one on my fantasy team scored. That was a wide receiver. I'm going to go Kendrick Bourne. That is incorrect. Nice. Anyone else guess? Yeah. Jacoby Myers? Nope. Christian Kirk? Nope. Damn. Darren Waller. Oh. You were close, though. Jacoby Myers did have a very oh, similar I stat I think line. he might have had that exactly. He had seven receptions and a touchdown. I don't know Dude. how many yards. I don't think he had 98 yards. I think he had like 50 yards. But. Wow. You were almost gonna, in your bag. I'm calling cap here on Joshy, man. He had... I think he only had like 50 yards. Wow, you're right. <laughs> Fifty yards. F seven fifty in a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. All right. To Trent. Yep. This player went twenty five for thirty, two seventy two and two touchdowns. Twenty five for thirty. How many yards? Two hundred and seventy two and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Wasn't in the Bills Pats game. Any picks? No. No picks. No picks. I think I know who it is. Two touchdowns, any rushing? No rushing. No yeah, rushing. I know who it is. Let's fucking go. I got it. No, I actually no, have no it. No, you don't. I actually have it. Two touchdowns, 270, a pick. No did, picks. No picks. Or no, no picks. picks. Two touchdowns. Oh, I might know is who it is. Is it your boy on the Bears? It is not. Oh. All right. You go. Gino. No, Trent had it. 
No, I think it's not in the in the Bills pack. No, I, I was about to say I think it was Mac Jones. It was Mac Jones. Wow. What? It, but so, like he literally didn't miss a beat. I thought he had one touchdown. I forgot they fucking marched. God damn it. Not touchdown at the wow. end. Wow. All right, for Chelly. Mm-hmm. This player went 17 for 32, 128, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Was it Brian Hoyer? You got it. Wow. <laughs> what an insult stat. Yeah, I had to give that to you. <laughs> Fuck Brian Hoyer. That was against the Bears. <laughs> also, I need to throw that, that in there. Sharp. That was against the Bears. Way to get him, Josh. That was like one of the only games I watched. All right, to Mike. Yep. This player had four receptions for 59 yards and no touchdowns. Dude, this could be anyone in the NFL. I'll give you – yeah, it could be anybody. This person led their team in receiving yards with 50, with 59. Mm. Immediately I want to go to a Cardinals player Because I feel like only the Cardinals Would have someone that played this shitty Wait one more time stats Sorry. Four receptions, 59 yards, no touchdowns Four receptions for Seven this, is a, this is a tough one could, It could be anybody Literally anyone But I think it's going to be a good player who had a bad week based It's got to be a leading receiver of a team Oh, uh, Marquise Brown that is incorrect. <sighs> yeah, I think he, I think he got a little bit too cute there. It was Elijah Moore, <laughs> your guy. It was in my entry. Yeah, you literally made a video about him dog. catching that fourth pass, dog. dog. That's bad, bro. You gotta get that one. I didn't know how many yards he had. I was just looking at how many catches. Receptions. Yeah, but you should have instantly thought four receptions. I know, dude. Fuck. Trent, this player had 26 carries and 105 yards, no touchdowns. 26. Oh my god, I should know this. It's for Trent. I know, I know, but I saw a player who had 26 carries, and I was like, damn, that he got fed this week. Oh my god, fuck. carries, bro. I don't think this is him, but I have a name that I, I would like to Jonathan say. Taylor. No, it's, it wasn't. Let, dude, hold on. I actually need to think. Dude, what running backs went the fuck off? No, what? he didn't even go off. Like, he just got fed. Oh. Oh. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, I actually think I do have it. I think I might have Swift. That no. is incorrect. Uh, Saquon? Nope. Is it? Fuck, dude. Who had Etienne. Oh, no, 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 no. It is no, 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 no. I know who it is. I know who it is. Kenneth Walker. That is correct. Wow. I, dude, I knew it. Wow. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to tap in for that Rat one. Chelly, Chelly has a chance to win it all. Right, fucked. He does. All right, Chelly, you ready? Yeah. This player had 10 receptions. 137 yards and a touchdown. Was it Tyreek? No. That isn't correct. AJ Brown. Bang. Got wow. it. Wow. You wanted to line in that because he was in my combo square. And I was like, you know, 137 yards. <laughs> and I needed 142 <laughs> That's combined. That's crazy. AJ Brown ate like that last night. I did not watch that game. Yeah, it was free. But I, I did guess somebody in that game. Should we do a final one? We can do a final just one. Just ring the buzzer. Wait, did I not win? I think I might have just tied it up. But we'll. I have two. You too. One, yeah. one more for the kids. Oh well, yeah, Chelly won. Let's go. Congrats. Finally a game. Right, let's, go. Yeah, let's go. Never won one before. Yeah. <laughs> this one might take some thinking. Okay. Oh, babe. Oh, babe. This player had six receptions, ninety yards, and a touchdown. Six receptions, ninety yards, and a touchdown. It's gonna take some thinking. Uh oh. Just, just have that in the back of your mind. What the fuck is gonna take some thinking? Rushing yards? Not receiving. Six receptions, 90 yards, and a touchdown. 
If he said take some thinking, that makes me think a tight end. I don't think it is. Not a tight end. It is not a tight end. Is it a running back? It is a receiver. Why is it going to take some thinking? <laughs> because it might not have happened on Sunday. Oh, Thursday. Calvin Ridley. Kirk, no, Calvin Ridley. Kirk, 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 yep. Kirk. Yeah. That was Kirk's stat line, huh? Yeah. You got to add in the fumble. What's up? He also yeah, fumbled. He fumble. Yeah, they got that like way down. Calvin Ridley has been moose shit for the last since week one. He hasn't Moosing. done anything. Yep. So if you ever hear a dog shit stat for a leading wide receiver, just Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Guess what? He was my bust of the year, and that'll do it. Thank you guys for tuning in. That's been another episode of We'll Be Seeing. Make sure you check us out wherever you get podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts. That's Spotify, and that is our YouTube. Uh, we will see you here on Wednesday. Lauren will be back. We're gonna get the whole Bijan scoop. But until then, we'll be drink some sprig, smile more. <laughs> <laughs>